CXF Podcast, another week, another episode, episode 7 is here, it's your host, Ramad. And Deji, we gotta kick it old school real quick, playing a little bit of classic rock. Look at that Led Zeppelin, it's for my colonizers right here. DJ, cut that shit. Alright, well, episode 7, we're here. Yet again. What are we going to be talking about today, Deji? What are we going to cover? I think what's on the menu today are, well, we have two segments. One's uh, the Heroes. The other one is Heroes of Society. The other one's going to be um, a new segment. I'll keep the unwraps till we're ready to talk about that. But we are going to be talking about starting off with... Um, uh, it's going to be a little somber episode. Uh, we're going to get straight into it. I want to talk about Flint, Michigan. Yeah, their water ain't clean. What's their water filled with? Uh, lead. Yeah. Alright, so like we were saying, um, what we're not gonna do is we're not gonna break down the last five years of Flint's water crisis. If you don't know, you're uninformed, and I don't feel like going through all of what it takes to tell you. You can find more videos on my Instagram, at Ramad Perry. I've done speeches on Flint. Information's not hard to find. But what I want to talk about is current. So since 2014, we know their water got switched from the Lake of Michigan, Lake Huron, I think, to the Detroit River. Trash. It's worse than the Sac River. Y'all know how dirty and murky Sac River is. Just imagine Detroit's. With that said, within the last two weeks, a state of emergency was declared because the level of lead that's in the children's blood is double that. It was in 2014. That's fucked up, people. How does that make you feel, Deji? It makes me feel kind of sad. It's kind of, that's very disheartening. But, um, you said that they switched their water from Lake Huron, Huron to uh, the Detroit, Detroit River. But when they were getting water from Lake Huron, weren't their pipes still like lead? Or, excuse me, they switched it from the Detroit water system, which I think they get their shit from Lake Huron, to the Flint River. So, they're not using uh, Flint they River. Okay. Type of guys. Alright. Yeah. Aren't their pit pipes still lead, so wouldn't they still be suffering regardless? They're still suffering regardless. They still have to pay their water bills, which is high as shit. And the state has stopped giving out bottled water because they're saying the water's safe to drink. But I wouldn't trust them stadies about as far as I could throw them. With that said, I can't expect or even imagine how people are living out there considering their water is poisoned. You said they have no other option to live because um, it's too expensive to get up and move, correct? Well, actually, I don't know what their pockets look like, but I know if I'm from Flint and I have my life established in Flint, I might not be able to just move somewhere else. So their only option is to keep drinking the lead-infested water and die. Is that what you're telling me? That's what the state's telling them. I ain't telling you. I'm just just stating the facts. Don't put it on me like that. But, uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to have to keep feeding their children poisoned water until they die. Um, Yeah, that's pretty fun. I was about to say on a lighter note, but (laughs) there's really nothing light about this story. So we're just going to stay dark and um, push through. I'm looking at a report from the World Health Organization. It's just talking about what the lead will do to the children. It's going to affect their brain development, IQ, 
shortening attention span, increase antisocial behavior, reduce educational attainment. So they're going to be dumb, angry, and antisocial. Easy ways to get killed or do some shit that involves killing. It's quite dangerous. Um, their immune system is going to be fucked. Their reproductive organs is going to be fucked. It's, it's low-key genocide. We're really just looking at a genocide happen in so, a quote-unquote first world. So what would you say is the... So there's no part of Flint where it's not infected, correct? To my knowledge, no. To my knowledge, no. Flint's not even that big of a city. They water ain't right. But according to the Hurley Medical Center in Flint, they released a study back in September, so it's kind of late to touch on it. But their lead systems, or the lead that's in the blood of infants and children, it's like double the amount it was when this shit first kicked off. So we're seeing real negative impacts. And it's quite a disaster. A man-made disaster. But I don't think we're going to stay on for too long. Yeah, I don't think there's much to talk about. It looks like they their fate up. is sealed if for wanna, the most part. If you want to point fingers, we can point them at the old governor, Rick Snyder. He was the one who decided to, in hopes to save money, he was like, look, know the clean water we've been giving them how about we give them dirty water and don't say nothing for three years and we're gonna keep telling them it's clean and they're gonna keep drinking it and we're gonna keep saving money so again the united states prioritize money and capital gains over the health of the u.s citizen and it's not like the people in flint don't pay their taxes it's to be expected from a capitalist society they have the same right to clean water as i do quite fucked up so when y'all get your uh bottled water and tall glasses of ice water from the tap or your refrigerator however you drink your water uh just think about the people who don't have water and won't have water for quite some time um yeah that's a wrap on this flint shit i don't really want to get too more depressed about it once again listening to cxf podcast cuttlefish episode seven CXF, episode 7. Cut it. We said it a million times, folks. We need more heroes out here. And we're going to keep giving praise and acclaim to the ones that reveal themselves. Um, so I don't know if y'all saw it, but over in France this past week, weekend, a little toddler was dangling from a four-story balcony. Did you see the video, Deji? No, I did not see the video. I'm going to have to show it to you after this. I'm going to have to clip. If y'all haven't seen it, check it out. Just type in French kid dangling. I'm sure it'll pop up. But um, so, like I was saying, French kid dangling across the street. People are looking. Everybody got their phone out. The neighbor is, quote, unquote, telling the kid, stay stay still. Telling the toddler to stay still. Not doing shit. Just looking at the toddler, telling him to stay still and shit. Waiting for him to fall, more or less. But then came a hero. A hero by the name of Mamadou, more or less, Gassama. A 22-year-old. This dude is my age. Mamadou Gassama. He is an immigrant from Mali. Interesting. He's been, he's been in France for less than four months. Hmm. He sees the kid dangling. And in an instant, what does he do? He scales a four-story apartment building. 
that's f- higher than 40 feet. That's a high-ass fall if he, he was going to drop. Risked his life and limb to capture. Eh, capture's not the right word. To rescue. That's the right word. That's the word heroes use. Colonizers use capture. He uh, rescued this uh, little toddler. Scooped him up. Threw him back over the railing. He was safe. Um, it's a fucked up video for multiple reasons. One, you don't really see how a toddler could find himself in that predicament. Of course. You're like, where's the parents? <laughs> Obviously. They say the dad was playing Pokemon. Mm, very responsible. Very, very quote-unquote responsible. It's fucked up. But um, good things come to those who do good. I heard that Gassama, the, the hero, um, he met with the French president, the Emmanuel Macron dude, hmm. and he got citizenship right there on the spot. <laughs> That's a reward. That is a reward. Offered French citizenship, saved a life, got a bunch of clout from being on the news, I'm sure. And they offered him a job as a fireman. Don't know if I would have took the job. Uh, yeah. Personally, <laughs> um, he might be in college. He might have goals of his own. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to work with the French firehouse. In general, established organizations aren't really kind to immigrants or black immigrants at that. But, Marmaduke, I wish you the best. Damn near called him Marmaduke. It's a good name. Marmaduke. Marble Duke is the name of it. Let's continue. Anyway, uh, yeah. he did a good job. Great thing. We appreciate him stepping into society and doing the right thing when others were just watching. It takes yeah. a lot of courage to... Yeah. Round of applause yeah. for Marble Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give him a little hand. Just two people clapping. Uh, we don't got a guest this week. You know, back to the roots of what Cuttlefish is about. Mm-hmm. Back to the two the original OGs. It's pretty hot out here. We- hot but not but not too hot it's yeah. not to the point where you know sack is a frying pan so sure we got a breeze we, we got a breeze we got a little bit of cloud cover we don't get a lot of clouds here but back to uh, back to the main issue the hero man yeah hero thank you gasama for your brilliant actions and we will applaud you again we'll give you another one there you go boy. and i think it's a twofer because um it's not it there's another hero out here his name is Jason Seaman. A lot easier to say, English guy. So, I'm looking this up as I go. Jason Seaman, he was a teacher at Noblesville West Middle School out in, I guess, Noblesville, wherever that is. Doesn't really matter. Oh, Noblesville, Indiana. All right. So, we'll make it short. A kid walks in, you know, doing the thing kids do, apparently. Apparently, like fucking- school shooters is... The new, uh... I used to play cards in middle school. Now kids just shoot at people. Times are changing. Times are changing. It's kind of disgusting, but yeah, continue. But uh, Jason Seaman, he approached the school shooter, rushed him, ended up taking some shots, was shot three times by a seventh grader. Mm. That's that's fucked up. You got shot three times by a kid who's probably thirteen. What a world. What a time. But nah, Jason Seaman, another hero. He stopped the shooter and I think held him to the ground until cops came. That's really all you can do with these school shootings. Take some shots and try to save some lives. So, round of applause for Jason Seaman. Thank you for upholding your duties as a teacher to protect your students and other young children in the vicinity. Thank you as a teacher, you'd do the same thing. Hmm. Shit. 
I would hope. I would hope. I'd say it depends. I, I don't know if I'd jump into action. I mean, if you're probably in the vicinity, I'm if I, if I see duty. the shooter, yeah, you gotta do something. But like, if I, I don't know, if if you see the shooter, you gotta do something if you can. But if you just hear shots, your focus should be just getting the kids who are around you safe. Of course, of course. Yeah, do what saves the most lives, prevent the most casualties. Of course. Yeah, that's probably your that's probably step number one. But yeah, I really step number two would be to address uh, the shooter. But uh, what's it going to take for all these school shooters to stop? We we think. I don't think banning weapons will do it. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, if anything, the government wants you to ban your guns so then you can't defend yourself against them. Facts. So I don't think that's going to be productive in any way. Round you up, push and If you anything, uh, this proves that parents need to keep a closer eye on their kids. I mean, your kid is... I mean, not to say that all emotional distress is visible, but... There's certain steps that I feel like you as a parent can take and be more part, like participate a little bit more in their lives. And also, um, I don't know if these kids are getting the firearms from like, you know, their parents' personal stash. Story or, time shit don't be locked up. Yeah, like people need to take like, yeah, firearms, that's a responsibility. Your goal is to lock them up, make sure that you're the one that can access them in an emergency. I'm pretty sure no one at the age of 13 like this school shooter is, is ready to be holding a weapon let alone moving the weapon from the designated area so um it's trying um i mean we should try and address that i'm pretty sure there's issues there and since we're on the topic of school shootings i want to uh go back a few shootings ago it's fucked up you can do that um to the florida shooting of nicholas cruz was a shooter they caught him alive of course police have more restraint dealing with school shooters than they do with the average black 12 year old but um Florida prosecutors released like a fucking Facebook Live or some type of video he put out. I don't really want to give it to clout, but I just want to I just want to let y'all listen to some of this audio to hear how wild this kid's been was thinking. Again, this you're about to hear is Nicholas Cruz. My name is Nick, and I'm going to be the next school shooter of 2018. My goal is at least 20 people. With an AR-15 and a couple trace rounds, I think I can do a good dawn. Location is Stone Douglas in Parkland, Florida. It's going to be a big event. And when you see me on the news, you'll all know who I am. Alright, that's enough. I can only right. tolerate 30 that's, seconds that's of that sick fuck. Um, wish him nothing but misery and... Anal rape in prison. It's gonna be rough for him. It's fucked up out here, people. Yeah. But the fact that he said I'm looking for 20 kills, whatever, my AR-15 tracer, I was like, sound like a video game. Some sick point. shit, bro. And yeah. the fact that he's like, y'all gonna remember my name? That's starting. And I guess I'm being hypocritical because I did just bring his name up. But like all these news outlets and media sources that really like pump up these shooters. Like I know more about the shooters than I do about the victims out of time. That's a problem. Yeah, it's definitely, um, there's definitely a lot of spin involved in these stories when, um, shown to the general public. So, um, to be honest, I don't even, I have no proper solution to this situation. I mean, I'm just, I'm just a citizen living in the crazy <laughs> society we live in. A cliche would be like, love, love is the solution. Yeah, clearly. I'll, well, maybe, of course, maybe love will, um, you know, add to it, but. 
I don't know. People need to watch their kids. I know, man. It I seems think... like um, the parenting has definitely changed from generation to generation, and it doesn't seem for the better since um, lots of these um, brutal events continue to happen. So um, I don't even think the punishment is severe enough. Like you shouldn't punishment's be able to not severe. Just enough. get arrested and taken to like you should get beaten by the families of all the kids you killed, and then go to court. Yeah, like everybody, every. Every father, brother, sister, mother should have like five minutes to just throw you to hands while you're tied up somewhere. And if you die, you die. Like Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. Rocky reference above y'all heads. I know. But um, let's uh let's give it another round of applause to what was the name of the? It was Jason. Uh, Jason Seaman. He yeah, stopped Jason the shooting. Seaman. Yeah. Thank you. And Mamadou Gasama. Yeah, for saving the child, for the toddler. He, yeah, toddler. Yeah, I, don't, I think the kid may have been. I don't know. He was a toddler. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I got a young age. child on a balcony. It's not a problem. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, Shit. Be careful. Yeah, apparently school is now the major hot spot for most. If you think you hear shots, events. you might be hearing shots. You probably are. Let's let's be honest um, with ourselves. I don't know. Um, I would say some solutions that quote-unquote some people may employ some people pack a pocket knife anytime they go anywhere fucking have a stab a school shooter if you have to you never know can you keep a blade on campus um don't get seen with it and use it responsibly that's all i'm gonna say and i'm not gonna say i do these things i'm a safe good student um we're gonna take a quick intermission yeah we'll be back in a minute CXF Podcast. Episode 7. Hope you still fuck with us. 77777. Man, should we talk about that Drake shit? Nah, we're gonna leave it alone. Yeah. I heard Drake got a son, though. Check out the story of Adidon by Pusha T. <laughs> CXF, we back. Usually it would come with a song, but hey, it's a dark episode, and there's not a lot of fucking positivity to go along with what we talking about. Um, Cuttlefish, episode 7. Not a political show, but we're going to get into some political shit. Um, where do we start? Immigrants. Immigration. All right. Let's do it all this border shit. Uh, if you want to come to the U.S., I feel like you, you should just be able to. It shouldn't be so hard to get your green card, naturalized citizenship. All that shit is too hard to get under Trump's uh, legislation all that shit. It's pretty fucked up. Violence in Central America, South Southern America is only growing. Cartels are getting stronger. There's a lot of reasons people may want to leave Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, places people are coming from, and try to immigrate to fucking America. Um, reasons really not too important. If you want to come, I don't really believe in borders like that. Um, it should be available. So, first things first, I want to talk about a report that ice let out and i'm gonna just get to it deji while i look up this report talk about the video you just witnessed all right i just watched this video going in depth explaining the new immigration policy that trump has enacted and let's get to the brass tags first thing that happens if you are detained by ice they're going to separate the family so they're going to move the parents to another facility and they're going to move the children to another facility and, shit, i don't even want to use the word facility because that seems like there's some fucking humanity involved let's call them camps yeah it's like camps to me it's definitely a camp you're fenced in a giant 
warehouse what it seems like some giant compound not you're not experiencing any type of sunshine or anything like that but let's go back to how they separate the parents from the children and what type of sense does it make to separate parents and the children at any times that sound like some colonizer shit it's definitely some colonizer shit Sounds like what they did with the missionaries. Yeah. When they had come, take your kids, reform them to, as to be colonizers, cut their hair, give them generic-ass names like Billy Bob and Brandy, and turn them into a fucking walking graham cracker. Yeah, like, it's definitely... It just makes, logically, the... If you're trying to move people back to the situation that they're... If you're trying to remove the immigrants that came to your country illegally, then it makes no sense to split them up and then add more paperwork to your own side. So there's obviously something fishy going on there. And then the next thing I saw was that while in these facilities, these kids are allowed maybe three times a week to go outside, outside, participate in any type of play, any type of sports. And many people may feel like they're not entitled to that. But I would ask them, shit, what makes you entitled yeah, to it if they not? Exactly. But going, continuing on, these kids are huddled right next to each other wearing space blankets. And the video described the smell inside there to reek of feet and body odor, similar to that of a state fair. So you're telling me you're putting these kids in space blankets and not allowing them to bathe clean themselves or anything like that they're forced to live in their own waste so from what i'm seeing is this is just some type of sick abuse why build the facility why build the compound to house these people if you're just going to treat them like shit look like the same thing damn we did to the japanese americans and put them into internment type camps look like they're trying the same shit with the kids and anybody they catch crossing the border but that's not it there have been many reports about abuse and that's coming from sexual abuse, emotional abuse, all types of fucked up shit going on in these like border patrol little once you're detained. Like once you're detained, you ain't got no rights. They're not treating you as a human. There's been women coming out talking about they've been raped by border patrol, all types of horrendous shit. That's not getting no airplay. So that's why we at CXF Cuttlefish Podcast, we're gonna talk about the type of shit that they don't talk about. And perfect segue as I got my article. According to a Senate committee that was held last month. A guy named Stephen Wagner, he was an official with the Department of Health and Human Services, testified that the federal agency who's responsible for taking in um, unaccompanied minors and people who are trying to immigrate into the states lost 1,475 kids. I'm going to just round that out to 1,500 people. 1,500 kids lost without a trace. That, that don't mean they in jail somewhere. That don't mean they die. That means they cannot be accounted for. That's scary as fuck. Knowing organ stealing goes on in the U.S. Sexual trafficking. Shit, this low-key to purge. People probably killing people just for fun. It's real fucked up. So I'm supposed to trust Border Patrol, ICE, to just pretty much kidnap people and then just say we lost them. Like... In what world is that all right to lose 1,500 people? Yeah, it goes, this touches on very a lot of issues and a lot of segues into a lot of terrible situations. Now they got these kids missing. Let's be honest, people been 
United States, we love immigrants. The country is built on immigrants. And if you can get them coming in here illegally, a.k.a. undocumented, they're even more benefit to the controlling powers of the country. So let's be honest with ourselves. Let's all acknowledge this. They are taking these children and they are repurposing them in some type of sick way to either benefit them economically. Well, actually, well, the main purpose is to benefit you economically. This is capitalist society. The whole point is to make money. They're going to turn out these kids and they're going to make money out of them. Whether this is going to be involved in sex trafficking, working for nothing, just general labor, and or um, what's the other one you mentioned? You said sex. He's getting murdered for oh, fun. Yeah. You know, murdered for fun, toys, whatever. Tortured all Whatever shit. sick shit that fucking these colonizers love. Medical procedures. We talking about the same people that used to inject people with syphilis, not tell them, and then just record the results. This same type of shit that's going on today is what we're going to read about in 20 years once the reports get declassified and shit. Mark my words. Yeah, like, this sick shit has to end. People need to realize that you're not protecting anything. The border is literally just a fence like i don't know what of course like people shouldn't just be flooding in here because clearly i mean no country has the amount has the, the proper resources to take care of like a majority of other countries yeah, citizens it, it, it all, but there should always be, there's a balance there's always a balance that you can find that can be beneficial to all parties involved facts. and it all come down to how black and brown lives are just not prioritized in the grand scheme of things. This this I'm gonna segue into uh, Puerto Rico because this is some news that came out recently too. So Hurricane Maria happened early 2018. The body count on that hurricane, according to the reports, was 64 people. That's when it first dropped. Back in what well, shit? What month did that happen? Uh, it don't matter the month. Y'all know when Hurricane Maria happened. I, I ain't got it in front of me, but um. Shit, a new report came out that said instead of 64, it's more like 6,000 people who died. That's a big-ass jump, man. That's like... I don't even know the number of how many times I would have to say multiplied to make fucking 64 to 6,000. Damn near 1,000 times. times. Yeah, it's easier than I thought once I said it out loud. But, um, yeah, man. So, they say 64 people died. Turns out 6,000. We don't know how the others fucking... 5,000 some odd people got killed. They could have been kidnapped, poached, harvested their organs. All types of fucked up fugazi shit is going on, man. Uh, be careful out here. If you uh organ donor, I'd knock that shit off. Yeah, I would, I would definitely scrub that from the record. Um, I look at organ donors like this. You just put a target on your back. and Now you're you valuable get, to somebody. Yeah, if you get hit by a Mack truck out of nowhere and they say it was an accident, it might not have been an accident. Uh, stay frosty out here, folks. They are out to get you. Facts. We need to all realize that we're all people. We all should be treated equally. We're all human beings. We all have a pulse. We have more in common than what we have. Well, that differs us. That differs us. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about we that. We have more in common than we do in difference, I suppose. Definitely. Like, there's lots of stuff that we all got the same blood flowing through our veins to same, to for the most part. For the most part. So we need to take that more to comment. I mean, you look outside, you see all this. I mean, lots of people see difference. I see a lot of the same. Man, it's, it was shit. Corey was talking about that day. I, everybody said, "Look, you the same." I didn't agree, but kind of had some truth to it. 
for the most part, we're all the same. But what it comes down to, people, is a little more empathy, a little more love for everybody. And a little bit more thought. We have to think about this more. Because why would... There's certain agendas that get pushed, and it's kind of obvious which um, on what wave they're working on. So we need to... Before you go out there and you vote, or you even um, decide to participate in anything that's going to hinder any other type of people or specific group of people or target them in any way let's just try and think a little bit extra let's see like is there any gain to be made and i want to talk about the hypocrisy of it all i was saying earlier how we lost not shit we they lost 1500 kids when a school shooting happens and little Susie and jimmy and johnny get shot and pop everybody loses their minds but when 1,500 kids go missing, it's all a part of the plan. Not a fucking wink of sleep is missed. I appreciate all the activists on Facebook, Instagram, anybody who is commenting on shit, trying to have conversations. Man, we need more of it. Don't stop. You never know how your impact is really affecting the world. Like, shit, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but I guarantee I'm affecting somebody. We're affecting somebody. Um, Yeah, man, so... Fight the status quo, resist. Episode 7, Cuffish Podcast, we on our rebel shit. We'll be back in a minute. CXF, Episode 7, Cuttlefish Podcast, it's your host. Ron Dej, you about to be kicking in. You know, first off, y'all haven't listened to that Daytona album by Pusha T, go cop that. He's murdered Drake on the diss side of the game. Drake got a son by a porn star. That's that's what I got out of it. But um, we're not going to talk about that this episode. We probably won't touch it at all. It's been getting a lot of exposure from other outlets. TJ! Thank you. Cut that shit. Um, what we're going to talk about to end it, just something simple. Probably goes over people's heads, not thought about enough. Common courtesy and etiquette. Shit like saying excuse me. Saying hello when you get eye contact with people. Getting the fuck out of people's way. Not standing to the point where you take up the whole sidewalk. It's a lane theory, people. It's left, right. Should be two separate travelers should make it through the sidewalk. This go for everybody. Adults, old people, babies, teens. Get the fuck out of my way. It's, I, I can't say it no simpler. Um, I'm going to talk about how I look at etiquette. I'm a pretty nice guy. I say hello to everybody. I'm respectful. Um, Like Gates usually says, penitentiary rules in effect. I take that as be respectful. And you know, if anyone catches you foul, you didn't start it. You didn't start it because I'm super nice. Um, I recently moved out to the Burbs. Not going to say where. Uh, It's in the North area. Lots of money, people. But these niggas ain't got no fucking manners. Um, From road rage incidents to just casual bullshit I get into at the store people are testing my nerve and I'm end up super socking one of these hoes Deja you got anything that's that I've been thinking about courtesy and etiquette recently I've been taking a lot of time been reflecting thinking puzzling yeah and what I came to the conclusion is I'm personally not big like I move but Sometimes some people may consider it rude at times, but I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to make myself better because I feel like we're losing definitely like in the new age, new era, the coming times. 
we're losing a little bit of class and etiquette. Like, people move a little bit more disrespectfully. So I need to clean up my own act. So I've been thinking, you know, I'm going to start greeting people with hello whenever eye contact is initiated. Like, I feel that's just, um, at this point, that'd just be beneficial for all, apology, for all parties involved, you know. Just keep things cordial. Because when you don't think keep things cordial, that's a gateway to negativity. To violence. Ne- violence. <laughs> Brutality and so on. Just talking about clear the air, people. Uh, to my uh, black teens that are a little older than me or younger than me, it won't kill you to uh, say what's up. Yeah. To not mug every time. Yeah, I feel. We look at each other, especially yeah. All the brothers and sisters, we definitely gotta. We got. We don't treat each other right. Then who? Definitely no one else got gonna treat you right. Facts. I don't know where else you gonna be seeking that type of. I'm not even. It's not even at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm not, not asking even, much of yeah, you. I'm not asking. I'm not asking you to get on your knees and freaking pray Top to each other on. and all types of ridiculous shit, but if we don't say hello to each other, damn well, you better expect the next dude not to say hello to each other. And so, it's a cycle. It just keeps getting worse to the point nobody can even fucking look in anybody's direction without pulling on a pocket knife. Exactly. So I'm paranoid enough. I think everybody out to get me. From this, snatch my chain and shit. From this point on, I'm going to try and move a little bit more respectfully. I'm going to try and clear the air for the most part. I'm going to stop calling each other. I'm definitely going to stop using the N-word. I'm not going to refer to people like that anymore because I don't think I'm not helping the situation in any type of way by referring to nobody like that. It's low-key hard to stop using that word. It, they, it is very hard because there is some moments where you just get too riled up. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. I'm going to take one step back. I'm always going to think about it because right now, Lots of people throwing out the N-word that aren't black, and it's just, I feel like it's destroying us. Like, I, I can't take it. I don't Personal like that opinion, shit. I don't really give a fuck at this point, because I, I don't, don't really give a, like, I don't really care. Like, it's if black people are going to say it, then it's okay. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, maybe they're entitled to it after all the pain and suffering, and I mean, it's not like it's I mean, over, we flipped but... the word, turned it into a loving thing, my nigga, shit like that. True, Don't but... get me wrong. Colonizers can't say that shit to me. I'm in my presence. It's an issue. I don't really like it when other fucking minorities use it, but I'm not nobody's judge and jury, and it don't matter that much to me. When I hear that word, I don't associate it with myself. I hear words like God and think of myself, not Nick. All right, I think that has a little bit more to do with his vanity than um, the actual issue at hand. But anyway, I'm going to stop doing <laughs> that. I'm going to definitely cut back. And um, you know what? I think but, you should too is what he's saying. I mean, if you feel obligated to, I personally, I'm going to try and, live this different route and i'm gonna see where it takes me i'm gonna see how far i can get so that's just my own personal challenge but besides that i mean you best if shit go wrong you best expect a motherfucker coming out my mouth like don't don't think i'm going soft or no dumb shit but we just i'm just trying to move a little bit more respectfully for the sake of society and like the sake of others we are the change we want to see in the world exactly it starts at home gandhi was also a racist who slept with young girls I don't give him no clout without talking about the truth. Yeah, he may have said a couple wise things, but this... Oh, like, I'm going to just touch on Drake real quick. I mean, lots of people say some shit. Like, people say a lot of things that they don't necessarily mean or act out. and Yeah, live by, act out in their own lives. So we got to do our best to... Over here at Cuttlefish, if you hear us saying some shit, we do it. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Um, We going to briefly touch on the last part of etiquette i want to talk about personal space i'm gonna just give a few examples i'm in either sprouts braley's a lot of places i do grocery shopping i gotta eat folks 
Um, I'm sick of people squeezing by me like I'm not a fucking person and not saying shit. I say excuse me to people when I'm not even in their way. So when people just walk by me or make me damn near jump into a wall, somebody's going to get hurt. And it's probably not going to be me, man. Even in the casino, we walking by, people just act like they don't, they don't fucking see me. They're like, I'm not coming at them. And I'm going to just start shoulder checking and truck sticking everybody of any age. Everybody can get it. Toddlers, old folks, everybody, please stay out my way. I'm not really going to say it too many more times. Um, is that rude to me? I don't know. It's just how I feel. I'm fed up with this shit. People really be in the way and act like they not in the way. There's whole, uh, I ain't going to say that. There's whole groups of people that will fucking congregate and stand in a semicircle like they fucking on an island or some shit and uh, got a fire in front of them and just talk and just be in the way. That shit is unacceptable. Yeah, if you're going to have your own little bonfires that you intend yeah. on chatting around and congregating in, best, uh, best to leave that to a suitable area, not in the general public city. What people don't understand, and I've been to foreign lands, I've seen some shit, um, there are lanes. There are actual lanes that people operate in. Like yeah. When you're walking, when you're moving, when you're doing anything, there are lanes. In America, it's not that obvious because, you know, we're all from different ethnic Everybody backgrounds. Everybody's entitled and, to shit. Yeah, everybody thinks they own their own shit. But there are actual lanes. But right? There, actually, there's four, if you want. Well, I'll just touch on this briefly. There are four lanes. The very far right, that's for people moving fast. You're moving quick, you're moving. That was the other way around, like the highway is left. Very far left is the speed lane. Mm. No, no, yeah, but you know, I'm just saying the division. Like, there's four uh, lanes, you yeah. know, the left side, the very far left, you know, that's the speed for that side as well. Yeah. So, like, the very far sides are definitely meant for speed. The inside, you could walk a little bit slower or run and whatever. But in terms of general public traffic, there are four lanes one side for the left, one side for the right. Far lanes are for people moving very quickly, and uh, the closer lanes are for people moving slowly. So let's just try and keep that in mind when moving just in the general public. This will make everything run a little bit more smoother. And, you know, there'll probably be less, you know, public incidents of Facts. people bumping into each other and whatnot if you just uh, realize these things do exist. And on the final note, I just want to talk about my most recent road rage incident. So I'm driving, going, but getting to like a stoplight. Out of nowhere, somebody jumps over, merges in front of me, no blinker, damn near runs me into the median. I'm pissed. I'm honking my horn. I'm getting out the car because we had a red light. I'm looking in their car. I'm like, who's in that motherfucker? And part of me was like, man, I should just go home. Somebody could just shoot me. Anything could pop off. But I'm like, fuck it. I got time. So the light turns green. I'm honking. They still haven't thrown out a peace sign, a hand, a wave to acknowledge that they just fucked up. That's all I wanted. All I wanted is some sort of sign that says, hey, our bad. Then I drove off. I had time. So I'm following them. I follow them for like two blocks. They pull into a school. It's a female driver and either her young looking boyfriend or her old looking son. I don't know. Anyway, he ain't say shit. I fucking drive up next to him. I'm like, hey, roll the window down. I'm mugging. Angry black man. I'm hot. She rolled the window down. I'm like, yo, you almost hit me back there. Pay attention. Uh, she's like, oh, sorry. We didn't see you. I'm like, hey, well, you didn't see me. Almost made me crash. Pay attention. She was so close to my house. I'm like, I, I, this is my street. Nigga. I got to regulate. I'm like, Nate does shit. But, um, yeah, be careful, people. And if you do some foul shit, 
driving and somebody's hawking at you in a white Avenger, you better throw out a peace sign. Because if I got time, I'm going to push the issue and I'm gonna, we're going to have a conversation. With that said, um, episode seven is wrapping up. We gonna stop it right here. Drop a little of that new ASAP Rocky Distorted Records. Once again, CXF Podcast, Cuttlefish. It's a movement. It's a school. We need more guests to keep the ocean big. You can find us at Ramad Perry on Instagram and everywhere else, more or less. Oh yeah, Space Dandy. You know, you can touch me on this social media, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Space Dandy eight eight, I think. Oh, eighty eight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and gotta couldn't get that OG like yep. me. Um, yeah, Distorted Records by ASAP Rocky off of testing. Thanks for listening. Tell somebody. Testing, testing.